Hey friend, James tells us not to be a listener only, but a doer of God's Word. Today we're going to learn application, that is doing God's Word. Hey friend, I hope you're doing well on this Thursday, and thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Love Your Bible podcast. Hey, our goal is to help you love your Bible, because I really believe if you love your Bible well, then you'll love God, you'll serve people, and yep, you'll live a life that matters. And part of loving your Bible well is figuring out how do you study the Bible, how do you read it, and then how do you really make it part of your life? How do you apply the scripture? How do you obey what you've learned? So we're in a deep dive on studying the Bible. We've covered three episodes. So if you've missed those, I encourage you to go back. We started with observe, and then we did interpret, and then we gospeled the text. And then now we're going to apply the text. So that's really the four stages of Bible study. You want to observe, interpret, gospel, and apply. So we've looked at the flesh and the bones. We've found the structure. We've found the heart. We've made Jesus the hero. So now we have all of this amazing information from the text. We have learned so much from the text of Scripture that we've been studying. So now the obvious question comes, well, what do I do now? (laughs) And that's going to be application. So application is what must I do or why does this matter? So observation, what does the text say? Interpretation, what does it mean? Gospel, how is Jesus the hero? Application asks the simple question, why does this matter? Or what must I do? Okay, so that's what you're going to try to think about, okay, God has spoke this text, I've read it, I've studied it, I get what God is saying in this text, so now what? And so what? All right, so when you get to this point in the text, you want to ask these two questions, so what and now what? In other words, so what is just a good question to ask. You're saying, why does this matter? Why does this matter for me? Why does this matter for my life? And this is really all about you now, okay? So if you remember, we talked about going across the bridge that John's talked about. We go from this world to their world, right? We study the text through them-then glasses. But now we're going to walk back across the text and we're going to think about over over the bridge. We're going to think about us now. Okay, what does this mean for us now and really for you, right? What does this mean for me right now in my everyday life? So what? So what does it mean? What what should I do? And then now what? What is my, what's my command? What's my charge? What do I need to do when I get out of my armchair after highlighting and doing all this work? What do I do now with this text? Well, that's what application is all about. You're trying to apply it to your life. So we're going to talk about how exactly do you apply the text of scripture. And it should be fairly easy. Like the application part, um, it's fairly easy. Uh, but but sometimes there is more heresy in application than there is in exegesis. Because exegesis is all about like you're looking at the text, you're studying it, you're figuring it out. And then application, you can sort of run amok. You can, oh, well, I'm just going to do this now, or I'm going to go do this. But you want your application to be rooted in what the text actually says, like what does it command you to do 
not how do you feel or whatever you want to do. So I want to give um, Matt Carter. He uh, actually started Austin Stone Church in Austin, Texas. Really cool guy. And I want to share uh, three things that that he says about application. Okay, so when you look at a text, when you're studying a text, he talks about the head, the heart, and the hands. So let's think about head. Okay, so when you're thinking about a text, when you're thinking about so what, now what, well, one so what is, okay, what information in this text do I need to know? In other words, what do I need to believe? What do I need to understand? Maybe it's a text that confronts your sinfulness and God's holiness. Maybe it's a text that confronts an issue that you didn't really know before, but now you're getting in the scripture and you're understanding something from the Bible that you didn't understand. So you need to you need to do some work in your thinking. You, you haven't been thinking rightly about a certain topic or subject, but now because of this text, it's altered your thinking. So you need to let this information sink into your head. You need to think rightly. So a lot of times application has to do with our thinking. Man, I need to think different about this certain thing. But then it also goes to our heart. And your heart asks the question, well, how do I need to feel? In other words, in light of this text, what, what do I need to feel? Maybe it's um, you need to be more broken over sin because you're reading the Psalms and you realize, well, sin's actually a big deal to God, a lot bigger than it is to me. Like I'm like, eh, sin, it's okay. No, to God, he is, he is angry at sin all the time, right? He is righteously angry towards sin. So we need to feel that. Or maybe when you read a passage about the compassion of Jesus, like his, his bowels were moved and you study that and you realize, you know, I'm not a very compassionate person. I don't, I don't hurt for people. I don't feel for people. I don't empathize with people. I just kind of do my own thing. And Man, I need to feel in my heart a greater empathy, a greater love, a greater desire for my neighbor and the hurting and my enemies. I need to love my enemies. That's really, really hard. So I'm going to have to do some heart work. I need to feel a certain way because of this text. And then we go to hands. Okay, hands are what do I need to do in light of this text? So maybe there's an actual thing. Maybe you're reading a text about tithing or giving and you realize, you know, I'm not a very generous giver. So I need to start giving more to my local church. I need to start giving more to God's mission, to those who are hurting. Um, Maybe it talks about your spiritual gift and you're realizing, I don't even use my spiritual gift. Well, I need to figure it out and I need to use it. I need to put my hands to work because guess what? God has a mission to accomplish. So I think that's just a good way to think about application. It's not always, okay, go do this. Sometimes it's, I need to think about this differently. I need to feel this differently. Now I need to do this differently or go obey this command. So head, heart, and hands is a good way to get some application um, into the text. Now, one thing that has been quoted about Spurgeon And this has to do with preaching, but I think it's also applicable to just Bible study. Um, It's been said that Spurgeon says, when it comes to studying a text or preaching a text, you need to beeline from the text to the cross. In other words, wherever you're at, just make a beeline to the cross. John Piper's book, Expository Exaltation, 
I know it sounds like a really great book to read, right? You're probably going to go buy that one. Um, if you're a preacher, I would recommend it. If you're not, I would probably steer clear of it. But I'm just going to tell you what he says. So he argues that Spurgeon actually never said that, that it's just one of those things that kind of got attributed to him, but he never actually said those words. And in fact, what Piper will teach is, in Bible study, you need to make a beeline in the opposite direction. So instead of making a beeline from the text to the cross, he says make a beeline from the cross to the text. And I think this is huge when it comes to application. And I'm going to explain to you why. I just want to read like a little passage from that book I told you about that Piper um, wrote this in. He says this, Christ died so that we could make a beeline from the cross to the resurrection, to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, to the giving of Scripture, to the blood-brought miracle of new birth, to the mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory, to the beauties of Christ permeating, Christ exalting, and self-control, and sober-mindedness, and love, and hospitality without grumbling." Now, that's a huge passage, but what Piper's trying to say is, hey, Christ died so that we could go from the cross to whatever text we're in, and we could see that we have the power to obey the text because of Christ in us. In other words, because of the cross and the resurrection, we can obey whatever the text is telling us to do. We can be self-controlled and sober-minded. We can love and show hospitality and do all things without grumbling and complaint. We can do those things. Why? Because of the cross and the empty tomb. So you don't go to a passage and then just go to the gospel. Instead, you remember the gospel in every text you're in. That's why Paul in Romans 1 would talk about the obedience of faith. It's not just obedience, it's obedience of faith. Our obedience comes through faith in God, through faith in the gospel. So when you're coming to application, you want to connect the cross of Christ to Christ in you. And when you come to a command... You come to a passage, you come to something that you are supposed to do, you remember what Christ has already done for you on the cross, that he died and he rose again, and he now lives in you. So whatever the text is commanding you to do, you can actually do it. So when you come to the so what, now what, you now know how to do what. So most people say in application, think about so what, now what. Well, I want to add one of those things too. Okay, so what, now what, how what? Now, how what is the gospel. So, so what, oh, this is important. Now what, I need to do this. Well, how do I do it? How what? Well, it's the gospel. It's because Christ is in you. You can be not just a hearer of God's word, but a doer of God's word. So I want to just think about application. So I did my morning uh, prayer time in Psalm 19 because um, that was the day it is when I'm recording this podcast. I'm actually be out of town next week, so I did this a little early. So uh, it's actually August 19th right now uh, when you when I'm recording this. But I went to Psalm 19 and just prayed through that. It's talking about how the heavens declare the glory of God and just creation. And then it goes into the Word of God, how great the Word of God. It's perfect. It's all these things. But then the last verse says this, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Now that's a pretty straightforward 
verse of application, right? Like it doesn't take very long to observe, interpret gospel and apply that. So um, now I'm looking at these these words and I see, hey, my, my words um, and the meditation of my heart, they need to be acceptable to God. I want that to be true in my life because the Lord is my rock and my redeemer. So when it comes to uh, the the so what, well, man, God really cares about the words of my mouth. And not only the words of my mouth, he cares about the meditation of my heart. So I need to um, think correctly about my mouth and about my thoughts. Um, I'm going to feel this. Man, I need to feel the weight of what I say and what I think. And and I want them, I desire them to be acceptable in God's sight. So the the so what, man, man I, need to, I, I need to do this. But then you go to now what? Well, today I'm going to watch my mouth. Today I'm going to watch I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be careful on what I meditate on, what I think about, what I love, what I enjoy, because I want to live my day in the reality that God knows the meditation of my heart. He knows my thoughts. He hears the words of my mouth. And I want all of that to be pleasing and good in God's sight. Like I want him to be pleased at the things I say and the things that I think about. Now, when you think about, okay, well, how do we go from the cross to the text? Well, even in this text, you see the gospel all over it because he says, oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So how am I going to have a a pure mouth and a pure heart? How am I going to have correct meditation, correct talk? Well, it's because I know the Lord. The Lord is my rock and the Lord is my redeemer. So because of Jesus, because what he's done for me, I can think right and talk right. So, okay, so what, now what? So what? Well, my mouth and my thoughts are a big deal. Now what? I need to talk right and think right. Well, how what? Oh, it's because of Jesus. It's because of his death, burn, resurrection. I have his righteousness. So I can talk like him. I can think like him because I, as Philippians says, have the mind of Christ. So you see how when it comes to application, don't forget the gospel. Don't forget what Jesus has done for you because it's the only way that you can truly obey the scriptures. I hope you've enjoyed this little deep dive into Bible study. Uh, All of these episodes could be a lot longer, but I've tried to keep it to 15 minutes. So just remember when you're going to study the Bible to first observe the text. What does it say? Then interpret the text. What does it mean? And then gospel the text. How is Jesus the hero? And then apply the text. So what? Now what? How what? And I think if you do those things, you're going to hear from God and you're going to apply what God says to your life. You're not just going to be a hearer of God's Word, but you're going to be a doer of God's Word. And the more you study and hear and do the Word of God, the more you will love it because the Word of God is good. God is good. God's ways are good. So one of the secrets to loving your Bible well is learning how to study it. Well, and I hope this little four-week series has been a help. Um, Hey, you might have a friend who could use this. Maybe send it to them. Say, hey, I just listened to a four-week series on the Love Your Bible podcast. It'll take you one hour to listen to four episodes, and you'll learn how to study your Bible. Maybe you want to share it with a friend. Maybe you want to tell somebody about it, help spread the word. If you haven't, I know I don't ask this much, but if you haven't 
Um, give a rating and review. That would really help uh, just the show and help people find it. If you love it and you enjoy it, please go do that because, hey, my goal is to help people love their Bibles because I believe if you love your Bible, you will love God, serve people, and live a life that matters. Go and love your Bible.